Hello, I'm Rebecca. And I'm Gary. And welcome to episode 31 of Choose Film, a real retrospective podcast. And this is our bonus episode. How are you, Gary? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. What have you been up to? What have you been watching? This is our first bonus episode together, actually. Yeah. I know. Missing Ashley. So actually then, before we before we get into it, how has it been so far for you? I'm handing in my notice. I no, thought so. <laughs> no, I've really enjoyed it. It's It's been getting me back into the swing of watching films because I feel like I've been binging a lot of box sets. So it's been really good to start watching films again. And Cinematic Classics was the perfect kickoff for that, I feel. Yeah, um, I agree. Although I still think me and you can sometimes disagree on what cinematic <laughs> I know. This is very <laughs> true. This is very true. I'm looking forward to the rest of the themes and the rest of our guests. We've, ha- we've, we've had some really good guests on as well, which is really yeah. nice. Absolutely. Um, yep. A shout out to all the guests, recent and old. Uh, we can have done it without you. <laughs> and a few people that I knew as well, which was nice. A little ease in to mm-hmm. the experience. What have you been doing then to keep yourself busy? Like, have you been watching anything interesting? Have you been doing any interesting activities? Well, Lockdown Links has been going well. I hit 100 guests recently, so that's exciting. Do you want to say again what Lockdown Links is in case we've got any new listeners that <gasps> might want to yeah. you know, sign up, contact you about it? Oh, that's that's a nice wee, yep, nice wee plug. Yeah, so Lockdown Links is a networking platform for all different types of creatives and we try and meet twice a week over Zoom um, for an hour and a half just to chat about anything that we're working on, an idea we have, plans for other projects that we hope to be working on or just to come along and chat with like-minded people. We're launching a coffee morning (laughs) which will be on the 9th of May. (laughs) Yeah, Um, this will be out before the 9th of May. Oh, that's good then. Yeah, so um, the 9th of May we will start doing coffee mornings. Let's put you on the spot. Can you remember your Twitter and Instagram handles? <laughs> um, lockdown dot links for Instagram, mm-hmm. and Twitter is at links lockdown. Why does Twitter do that backwards? I've never. Well, I don't know if Twitter does, or you just do it backwards. <laughs> no. Um. But yeah, no, it's been brilliant. Um, I was also recently, I also recently met Jamie McKinley, our uh, just previous guest there from What's Up Doc in person with his podcast, Just Get a Real Job. We recorded it outside, which was nice. That sounds good. Enjoying the sun. Yeah. Um, and what we've been watching, probably the big thing that you and I have both been watching is Line of Duty. Now we're sucking diesel. <laughs> <laughs> and the little donkey too. Um <laughs> Yeah, I'm loving it. What's your thoughts on it? No, it's really, really good. Although, I feel like this season's not as exciting. I don't know mm. why. Stuff. I don't want to say too much because people might still watch it and yes. stuff. So, but it's still it's exciting. Nice. I still love Hastings. And if I'm as cool as Hastings in that age, at that age, then I'd be happy. <laughs> yes, Honestly, great. I either would like to be Hastings when I'm that age or 
Jeff Goldblum. I was listening. No, I wasn't listening to it. I was watching. Um, I've been binging RuPaul's Drag Race from the very beginning, and Jeff was on series twelve, and it was amazing. <laughs> he was the best guest judge ever. He just loved it completely. But um, he, he just bleeds coolness, doesn't he? Yeah, he's got a really nice kind of aura around him. Yeah. What but, yeah. have I been doing there? Yeah, what have you been I, do- You've been busy. So I think then I look back and look at what have I been doing. Um, you've got you've had lots of nominations for things. Yeah, but that was. Yeah, we're going to we're going to cut that bit right out right now because I don't like to pick myself up. No, it's good. These are good things, exciting things. So what I've been doing, I've been doing lots of rehearsals for an upcoming project that mm-hmm. hopefully is going into some sort of production in July. That's been keeping me really busy. We've been sorting out costumes and props. And I've been enjoying the sunshine with a beer in the garden. But I have been productive. I've took this script out into the garden. Oh, there we go then. And used it to sit my paint on. (laughs) (laughs) All these ring marks. (laughs) Oh, well, Oscars. Did you watch any Oscar nominations? Yes, I have. I thought you meant that I watch the Oscar nominations. No, no, no. So some of the films that have been nominated were nominated because it's been and gone. Yes, um, I watched Promising Young Women. What did you think of it? I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was like just a great, almost indie feeling film. You know, mm. it felt like a grassroots filmmaker. And, um, it didn't feel like the budget was very high, but the production value was still huge. Like mm-hmm. great cast, great performances, and great story as well. What about you? I haven't seen it, but I would really like to see it. I think that won an award for original screenplay. Yeah, best. I think it's original. I think the father one adapted. Um, I've not seen that yet. I want to watch it. I watched Ma Rainey. What's the full name title actually? Ma Rainey's Black Bottoms. That's it. I watched that. Yeah, I seen that as well. What did did you like it? I really liked it. I thought it was like watching theatre through a scene. Yes. Yeah. And I had a big debate with some of my friends about that because I was saying they were like, Oh, it just didn't work as a film and I'm like, But they didn't want it to feel like a film, they wanted it to feel like a yeah. theatre. And they were like, mm-hmm. No, then stick to theatre and I was like, No, you don't understand <gasps> the concept and um yeah, but also like obviously there's Chadwick Boseman in it, but yeah. I also really like um Viola Davis. Viola Davis, but the the other guy in it, um Coleman Domingo. Who did he play? He played Viola Davis's like main band member, the one that she spoke to, and then he would speak to the other ones for right. almost like the leader of okay. like, the Black Bottoms. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really loved it, and I really loved it because it did feel like a play. I thought Viola Davis was um, mesmerizing. Mm-hmm. She also her makeup and costume oh. and everything was on point as well. Like, I, did you? I watched the. Um, Behind the scenes. Uh, the thing on Netflix? Yeah, the thing right after that. And um, the woman that was in costume, like they were saying how she stopped every single person, every single extra to check that everything yeah. was spot on. It was um, just great. It was yeah. a great use of like almost basically one location for a full. Yeah, it was, as well. it was back to basics, wasn't it? It was, it was just some solid acting. Like there was nothing fancy... And what a performance for Chadwick Boseman to go out with. Oh, 
so good. He practiced like non-stop, watched a musician and every movement he does in the trumpet, it's, he's not m- being muggy with it. Like he actually rehearsed and practiced so that everything did look correct. So when there was ever shots of them playing instruments, his were spot on. Really, true attention to his craft. It's amazing. Yes, absolutely. So as we're finishing up the cinematic classics theme, we thought we would both share one of our favourite cinematic classic films. Yeah, well, something that we wished was chosen but wasn't. Yeah, so what, what I'll say is after we each reveal our cinematic classic film, mm-hmm. uh, we will then follow that up with our listeners reel and then we will reveal our next theme. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I picked Psycho, Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. Mm-hmm. That's me doing. Um, I got that. <laughs> it was uncanny, wasn't it? <laughs> like I just thought I was sitting watching it again there. <laughs> Here we have a quiet little motel, when in fact it has now become known as the scene of the crime. You have a vacancy? Oh, we have twelve vacancies. You know, this is the first place it looks like it's hiding from the world. I think that we're all in our private traps, clamped in them. And none of us can ever get out. Is anyone at home? Oh, that, that, uh, that must be my mother. Am I acting as if there's something wrong? She's not missing so much as she's run away. Put me down! Mother! Oh, God! Mother! What are you running away from? She looked like a wrong one to you. It's not as if she were a... a maniac. He just goes a little mad sometimes. The reason I picked this film was because I've seen parts of this film through the years and finally this year during lockdown I sat and watched it from beginning to end for the first time ever okay. and I just loved it. Have you seen it, Rebecca? Yes, watched it last night. For the first time? <laughs> Yeah, I was a bit like yourself, actually. I really thought I'd seen it or I've seen bits of it. I think, see, because it is such an iconic film, mm-hmm. you feel like you know what happens in it and how it all goes. Yeah. I so, also yeah. I also think the film feels more like a classic than what it is because it's yeah. in black and white. Yeah. What did you think of it before I reveal why I picked it then? Okay. I really loved it. But... I'm going to say Gary. And you know this because I sent you my reaction at the end. (laughs) Um, I am a big wuss. Mm -hmm. Scary films. um, My imagination is worse than what I'm seeing on the screen. And um, yeah, I'm really terrible with horrors. don't you think that's why this film works so well? Because you actually see nothing. It's all left to the imagination. Yeah, 
exactly like that bit where she's in the room and she sees her reflection in the mirror my mm-hmm. heart jumped out my mouth because that is the kind of stuff that I do like mm-hmm. when after I've seen a scary film or I've got my imaginations running mad I'm like oh my goodness there's something behind me and it's it's me <laughs> so <laughs> um yeah I really really loved it though I would definitely watch it again it was just some solid clever acting and writing as well what i loved about it was i think when you watch old classic films everyone speaks with this like almost rp accent like everybody usually in old classics are very well spoken unless it's something like a western where it's supposed to have this gritty feel but Mm -hmm. i feel anthony perkins performance is so natural it's it feels really modern yeah there's nothing like hammy in there there's no overacting like his character, you could plop into a you would meet contemporary him. film, yes. Well, hopefully you wouldn't meet him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't mean... don't stay there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the way he the way he performs this part, everything seems no, so natural and so mm-hmm. believable as well when he's just asking the women or the men questions. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it just, it, as, yeah, in a way it feels like someone you could meet in the street today, whether you yeah. want to or not. And I just, it's, it's him alone that sells it for me. There's some obviously great cinematography. There's some great cinematography. And mm-hmm. There's, you know, it is like one of the first, I guess, slasher films. A lot has came from yeah. that as well. Oh, definitely. The, the twist at the end with him dressing as his mum. Obviously, you get twists like that now in more modern films where, like, obviously, mm-hmm. a lot of horror films now, it's all about the twist at the end, the reveal. Um, just other ways the film has inspired things like there's a character Sam Loomis in this and yeah. Scream Scream then use Billy Loomis as their characters to play homage to it. You've got oh, the Doctor okay. Loomis in Halloween, who's the doctor that's trying to find Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. There's lots of wee things like that that even now modern horror pays homage to it. And for me, yeah. we'd only really pay homage to classic films that you you love and enjoy so yeah that's my pick as a classic that i wished we got to speak in more detail about but i'm mm-hmm. not going to go into too much because there's still there's still a chance for that like we could do Hitchcock yeah. season we can do horror theme oh please don't i don't so, want to do a horror theme i won't sleep i won't sleep those whole two months <laughs> i can't wait for it no we might just do an extended horror theme. oh my goodness like you mentioned scream there like that is probably the one that i can like i don't know there's something um not indie but quite cult like with scream that i really like um and i find it quite enjoyable to watch whereas everything else i'm like oh no it's too serious (laughs) what's interesting about scream as well is i would say that was like the end of the slasher films yeah like if you look at psycho which was probably one of the first and it got to a point where they were so overdone that Scream almost is like this meta film where it knows that its characters are in a horror film and it's almost not taking itself too seriously. And that's mm-hmm. why it's such a great film. It's so meta, yeah. Um, and I think they did that because they knew that the the market was oversaturated with slasher films. So it's like, let's, let's take the piss. And that's why you've got those parts and it's like, 
these are the rules to survive a horror film. In other words, they've been about yeah. for so long. If you do these, yeah. you've sort yeah. So it's great. Well, my classic film is The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. I've um, never seen it. No, I'm you're joking. joking. I'm, joking. Goodness, I'm joking. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> when you said psycho, I was really quite surprised. I don't know why, because again, you and I have got quite opposite taste in film. I feel Wizard of Oz. I was you torn. I was basically, you, before else. we got into it, you thought I was going to say Rocky, didn't you? Maybe. Yeah, but that's just because <laughs> I don't want to really talk about it too much. If someone <laughs> please picks <Yeah>. it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh gosh, someone just pick it and get it over and done with. We're not going to do a theme though where it's like Rocky 1, Rocky 2, Rocky 3. No, we're going to do sports. Oh my gosh. And if somebody has to pick it, surely. <laughs> oh, that's um, a good idea, yeah. Anyway, um, Wizard of Oz, you're right. And who might you be? If you please, I am Dorothy. Anymore. I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog, too. I'm not afraid of her. I'll see you reach the wizard. Guess. One of my favourites as a child. Watched it all the time, had it on video. But yeah, I have a lot of nostalgia with it. I just, I just love it. It's um, not a classic, though, is it? Yes, it is. I know, I know. <laughs> Fight me, Gary. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just love it. And I love like the kind of Hollywood glamour feel to it as well. That transformation where, as we just spoke about, kind of like black and white into yeah. colour. It's so clever as well, isn't it? How yeah. let's use this old technology and bring in this colour and it will feel like two completely different worlds. and it's Transforming you, yeah. Totally does. I was always scared of um, the Wicked Witch. Yes. Always. And see when she got the water thrown over her. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> Were you cheering? And the monkeys as well. The monkeys. Yeah, the monkeys scared me. Scared me. Well. Yeah. I think like her monkeys and like her soldiers were quite mm-hmm. scary. My dad used to also like reenact that moment of i'm melting i'm melting and stuff so yeah it's just it's um one for everyone to enjoy the music and everything's so good but yeah we won't delve too much into it gary just in case someone picks it no absolutely (laughs) do you know what i do love though i love how their whole goal is to reach the wizard and then yeah you had it all along yeah yeah and the wizard is almost a fake Another film that kind of sticks in my head, which is related to that, is the film Twister. Have you seen that? I love that film. <laughs> so, I don't think it's a classic, though. But... No, it's not. No, no, no. I'll, I'll see why they're linked. But um, the machines that they send up into the tornado are is called Dorothy. Like They're oh, called Dorothy. Yeah. So that's yeah. always something that whenever I watch Twister, it makes me think of. Obviously, Twisters. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, the machines that they send up are called Dorothy. <laughs> 
And that's such a great film as well. I would love to review that. (laughs) So we also want the theme World Disasters. Is that... (laughs) Sounds good. No, that's a good choice. If I said to you right now, though, in three seconds, give me what you call a cinematic classic. One, two, three, go. I was going to say Gone with the Wind, but it's so controversial. Yeah, but you... That's the first thing. That is a cinematic classic. You can't it say is, it's yeah. Not. What's yours? Mine would be probably Science of the Lambs. Do you think that's a cinematic classic? Yes, first horror film to win an Oscar. It's interesting because, again, this just kind of shows like the difference. Like, So we've even said this to our guests that have been on, how they have all brought something completely different Mm-hmm. to the table as what they think is a cinematic classic yeah what i would think would be a cinematic classic mm. my mind automatically goes to old hollywood yeah. yeah so the good the bad and the ugly to me was like ah yes i realize my cinema history of watching films goes back to the 70s and i've not really okay. seen much before that so when i was thinking about it it was films like Rocky, it was the original Alien film, maybe the original Halloween um, things like that and that's when I realised that yeah, my my history probably only goes back to the 70s, which is kind of like a sin on me, I should have probably seen more older films than that (laughs) But, But I also agree that all of those films would be a cinematic classic like every film that's come on I'm like, I understand why that's a cinematic classic but I guess it is just like you've said what you've watched more of like where does your love for film come from Mm -hmm. like Breakfast at Tiffany's Spartacus oh the Breakfast Club that's another one (laughs) that's not a cinematic classic though is it yes it is (laughs) it's not it's a cult it's a cult okay listeners you, I want you to on Twitter tell me if no. The Breakfast Club is a cinematic classic, yes or no. Who do you Listen, agree with? I love it, but I just it's wouldn't think it is a classic, but it's not a cinematic oh, look classic. Look at you going back on you <laughs> yourself. <laughs> People are going to think, oh my goodness, these two just fight constantly. Um, what's your What's your favourite cinematic classic theme? You know what? I would probably say. What's Up Doc was my favourite one to watch. I'm surprised. Yeah, I think so. I think taking into consideration what we're calling a cinematic classic and Mm -hmm. I was unexpectedly pleased with it. Oh, that's good. Jamie will be delighted. What's yours? What's your one out of the six? Um, I think it's got to be the good, the bad and ugly. Mm. And I think when I think back to like what we scored them as well, I think thinking back I probably would have scored them like differently that makes sense that's probably a good segue onto our listeners reel and what you have got to say (laughs) over the last few films that we have reviewed so we got actually a few reviews in just on the podcast itself Um, Mm -hmm. Rebecca would you like to read out the first one yeah okay so um, so this one is from Georgia E. for Dice. I think that's right. Apologies if I've pronounced that incorrectly on Instagram name. Um, and they say, brilliant podcast, super easy to listen to and gives me plenty of ideas for films to watch. 
Thank you. Stego says, awesome podcast. If you enjoy film, this is totally for you. A good deep dive into the films that are chosen by each guest. Thank you very much for that one. Oh, um, next one is from Chester Perry. And this says, brilliant podcast with varied insights into a mix of films, genres. Keep up the great work. Um, 100 Things We Learned from Film said, 2,000 downloads, well-deserved, big figure for a podcast Yay. that really cares about film. Glad to see you guys do so well. Thank you very much. It's great when we get like another plug from a I different know. podcast. And so go check out 100 Things We Learned from Film. <laughs> That's such a nice one. Um, and this one is from Two Headed Pod. <gasps> oh, it's, it's about me. Oh, um, and they say just listen to Rebecca's first episode. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Fun episode, and I look forward to the future. We'll miss you, Ashley. But it sounds like the show is in good hands. Oh, that's so nice. I miss Ashley. You have to say that though. No, but I do miss her. <laughs> do you miss Ashley again? Of course, I do. Of course. <laughs> Uh, give me another season with you and ask me that again. <laughs> <laughs> um, Paul Mackey said, I have been loving the podcast lately. It's been my walking to work listening material. Aww. You're doing a grand job. And for listeners that listen to our Pushing Hands episode all the way back in the first season, Paul was the guest then. Oh my goodness, that feels like such a long time ago. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we've now got some on our Memento episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve Armstrong says, I definitely think Memento's and Nolan's top five to top three easily. Mm-hmm. Andy McEwen says, Memento is good, but don't get what people see in his other films. They look nice, I guess, but they're not as complicated as everyone makes out. Mm. See, I'm kind of in two minds with Andy's <laughs> comment there, right? Because <laughs> I do agree that I think they go for concept, then come and try and figure out a story. Mm -hmm. But then I seen Tenet and I'm like, yeah, this has just gave me a sore head twice. Oh, really? Yep. So, yeah, I I half agree. I think it depends on what one you watch. True, true. Okay, and then we've got some from our Wicker Man episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Dear Rowan says really enjoying this conversation on the Wicker Man folk horror for the win yeah there's definitely not enough folk horror out there we need more really mm. good folk horror films well you know what to do Gary True. you need to make one alright I thought you just meant let's just get a bunch of guests on to talk about folk horror but <laughs> okay um, GR Greer says the Wicker Man is an incredible film Edward Woodward and Christopher Lee absolutely kill it. And I totally agree with that. And supposedly it is Christopher Lee's favourite ever performance that he's done. Oh, well, mm-hmm. that's cool. Films in Scotland says, The Wicker Man is one of the all-time greats. Love a good, weird, slow-burn horror. More horror films should feature folk songs. I totally agree. After um, after reviewing The Wicker Man, I have actually saved the full soundtrack to my playlist. Have you really? It's so weird and trippy and I love it, yeah. Our next few is on Filth. Perfect. Um, Crystal Myth Podcast. Oh, that's my friend. Uh, Leslie does that. Um, and they say, Filth was great, but the book was better. I love Irvin Welsh's books. 
The tapeworm reference is because in the book, Bruce is infected with one and it talks to him. It interrupts the story in the novel. Feed me, then tells us about Bruce's childhood guilt. So good, same rules apply. That's actually quite good to know because um, Josh, the guest that was on, and myself and Ashley at the time, none of us had read the book. So we didn't know the references. So that's actually really good to know. So thanks for filling in that information. Yeah. Yeah. And give that podcast a listen to. Uh, G.R. Greer says, Filth is a pretty good film, a really brilliant cast, but I agree the book is much better. So ah, we're having a discussion about that on Twitter, actually, as well. So, Okay, so on to Rebecca's first ever <gasps> on the podcast. That was long few, ago as well. I know, a few comments on Brave. Uh, mm. Do you want to take it away, Rebecca? Yeah. Um, so, Films in Scotland says, I need to rewatch Brave. I remember thinking, this is fun, but couldn't tell you much of what happens in it, except bears. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Wait. you need to rewatch it, Films in Scotland. Andrew says, P.S., I know this is my brother, Andrew. He says, Hi guys, loving the podcast. Here's my thoughts on Brave. Oh no. Dot, dot, dot. I think the whiffs were more of a guidance for Merida. To keep the family close. First mm-hmm. time seeing them, she was attacked by a bear and saved by her dad. Second time was like them going, This is what happened if you keep pushing your mum away. And then at the end, the whistle saying, Now you get it. <laughs> I don't know if that's confused me more, <laughs> Andrew, or. I if- love it. You, but do you know what? We were already confused by the whistles, so it's another reference. For yeah, we all had our own it. kind of deep, insightful you know, analysis of what the wisps represented. This is just another analysis. Mm-hmm. And probably if we asked Pixar, they would be like, yeah. whatever you want. <laughs> so that's, that's Andrew's thoughts on it. Um, mine is still that it's just the dead. It's dead souls. So grim, I know, but that's what I'm going for. You always go so dark. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, and our last comment is on in Bruges. I love that one. Yeah, um, so this is from Andalf the Grey. It's Andrew Grayson, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, great episode, thoroughly enjoyed it. Help me get through my shift and work. Sad. No, but yeah. thank you to all of our listeners and yeah. for everyone who writes in their thoughts as well. It's good to know there's actually people listening out there and we hope to hear from more of you so yeah keep all your comments your emails and your feedback coming in it's great yeah so gary i'm going to quiz you i've made a little game well i didn't make it i've i've pinched it from somewhere but um i thought we could give it a go it's not the quiz master not the contestant (laughs) (laughs) well i quizzed you on the last bonus episode yes and i didn't like that either (laughs) oh okay yeah so, we're going to play a game, Gary. Want to play a game? Another movie reference? Yes, I got it. Don't worry. <laughs> don't know how good the, the, the accent was, but I got it. <laughs> Want to play a game? How's that? Is that good? Better, yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, play along at home if you're listening. <laughs> so, these are plots, badly described film plots. Oh, no. Yeah, somebody's done this to me before. Okay. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. so we'll only do a few, don't worry. Okay. But remember, it's just for fun, Gary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay. 
Group spends nine hours returning jewellery. Inside man? No. No. Spends nine hours returning jewellery. Um, People are screaming at home. <laughs> is that part of the storyline? No, me that? no, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, I don't know, pass. Lord of the Rings. Oh. oh. Well, they don't spend nine hours. You could have said like three months. Like it's the three films. Yeah, I, I get that now, but oh, right. I was thinking <laughs> the film Listen, was set I didn't in nine. Describe these plots. Someone else did. <laughs> next one. That's a practice. A, yeah. Okay. If you say so. Um, the next one is a series of naps. A nightmare on Elm Street. Good guess, but no. Uh, okay. Um, Inception. Yeah. Oh, yes. Public transportation running ahead of schedule for once. Um, speed? Yeah. Ah, oh, nice. Donald Trump is a human being for three seconds. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Oh, have you had that one before? No, I just, it's the only film I can think of when I'm in. <laughs> down, the, uh, down the car or down to the right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay. Noseless guy has an unhealthy obsession with a teenage boy. I mean, that just sounds like you're talking about Michael Jackson, but I've just watched it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> Next one. We'll make this last one. Okay. A family's first Airbnb experience goes very wrong. I don't know. I think I've I think I've messed this one up. Um, ah, you've peaked. Mm-hmm, peaked too soon. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, oh, <laughs> Take that out. Um, the Shining. Ah, oh, that's a hotel. Oh, you can book a um, hotel through an Airbnb. Okay, okay. I did better than what I expected. To be fair, if I got one mm. right, I'd have done better than what I expected. So, <laughs> <laughs> so now we need to reveal our next. <gasps> Very exciting. Would you like to introduce the next the next theme then for our new season? Ooh, responsibility. Um, yeah, our next theme is going to be drum roll. Did you expect me to join in with that there? <laughs> Did you? <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on. Um, cop thrillers. No, it's not. Yeah. No, I'm kidding on that is, yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yeah. Cop yeah. thrillers. So, yeah, we'll be chatting with our six. Six, yes. yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Six wonderful guests. Another six yeah. wonderful guests. And we've got about. two films at least already locked in that I'm excited about. Well, thank you very much for listening to our bonus episode. <laughs> um, I'm Rebecca Riddle and you can follow me on Instagram at RiddleRebecca and on Twitter at RiddleR. And I'm still Gary. (laughs) (laughs) And you can still still follow me at QGPro on Twitter and Instagram. Still Gary. And if you're loving listening to us natter on, please like, subscribe, share what we're doing. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please remember to rate and review. We love your reviews. Um, And you can 
Also, send your comments to our email address, choosefilmpodcast at hotmail.com. You can also follow the podcast at Film Choose on Twitter and Choose Film Podcast on Instagram. You've been listening to Choose Film Podcast and join us next week for our very first episode of Cop Thrillers. Thanks. Bye. Bye. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. Goodbye.